0: welcome back to Intercom Radio. This is Dr. Laura Murillo, President of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. As you know, the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce can't do anything without our elected officials. We rely on them for support, for engagement, and also in communicating with them and hearing from them as to what is going on in Harris County. Today is a special day. We have both our Commissioner Rodney Ellis on the line with us and also joining us in studio is Sheriff Ed Gonzalez. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank Good you. Good morning. I'm to be here. Commissioner, we know you are in D.C. and always representing us so very well in County Commissioner's Court, and I was happy to be out there most recently. I know you've got a lot going on uh, with the county, but let's talk about one of your uh, projects that, that you're working on and, and have been talking about, this uh, this uh, disparity study and the Minority Women-Owned Business Program and your your thoughts around that and what folks should know.
1: Well, Dr. Laura, it falls right in line with what your chamber is all about. I think about the successful mission you were just on with the mayor of Houston to go down to South America and look for more trade opportunities. But what we don't want to do is miss opportunities that are right here in our own backyard. I know what made me successful as a business person. But when I went on Houston City Council, I set up an investment banking firm, and I could go to cities like Atlanta. I could go to Los Angeles. I could go to New York. And there were programs that encouraged doing business with minority and women-owned businesses. And we did that in the city of Houston in 84. The county never quite got around to setting up a program, but the time is right now. Uh, We're going to pay $650,000 out of Precinct 1's budget. Now, that's money that could be used to pay my great staff more money, but we're going to Put on the, on the agenda for next Tuesday. Well, what Six is $650,000 uh, to join the city's disparities? The reason that's important is you can't have a program that calculates what you do based on race and gender unless you do what's called a disparity study. That's tracing the last five years of what you spent to see whether or not you have the capacity to give Hispanics, African-Americans, Asian-Americans, uh, women-owned businesses more. And so it's a big item, a very big item. Well, and what about those who might leadership.
0: say, well, Commissioner, what about those that might say, well, it's not needed. We've been operating this way this whole time. Everything's fine and hunky-dory. Why spend uh, $650,000 on a disparity study? What do you it, say it, to it, those it's folks? A, it's, a,
1: it's, a, it's a good point, and here's a reality. We don't know. So when you ask, when I got to Commissioner's Court and I said, look, I'm sensitive to this issue. We need more Hispanic millionaires. They hire people from their community. You know, we've got to get... Diversity in the ranks of people, entrepreneurs, and they said, "Well, we know you committed that, we are as well." I said, "Well, good. What are the numbers?" They told me, "Well, we don't know. We don't collect them." And my response was, "Well, hell, the Russians know. I can ask Putin. He knows." I mean, it's not enough to tell people, "Trust us." You wanna, you wanna have trust, but you gotta verify it. Same way with the Port of Houston. Sure. The Port of Houston is a small business program, but we have no earthly idea. All you've got to do is flip the computer program on and know what goes to Hispanics, what goes to African-Americans, what goes to Asian-Americans, what goes to female-owned businesses, Native American businesses, and the same way with the Transit Authority. Early this morning when I woke up, Dr. Laura, I sent you a chart that my staff pulled together of Transit Authorities in cities that are as diverse as ours, Dallas. Of Miami, New York, Los Angeles—all of them have both a small business program and they have a race-conscious program because you need to know what you're doing. In, in 2018, we are beyond the point where somebody just tells us, "Trust us, we'll look out for you." You know, we wouldn't do that with our own households, and we shouldn't do it with our government dollars. Well, speaking so of government dollars, report in the county.
0: Well, Commissioner, speaking of government dollars, we know we have a big election around the corner, and I know this impacts all of us, including you know the county and and our sheriff's department. So I want to talk a little bit about this bond issue and why it's important. And I'm going to punt now to our our. Um, Sheriff, who's here with us, Ed Gonzalez. Good afternoon, um, Sheriff. Thank you for joining us.
2: Uh, Thank you, Dr. Murillo. always a pleasure to be with you.
0: So talk to us a little bit about this bond issue. How does it impact the county, and does it at all in terms of your department and these resources? How might it be uh, used to help protect us and and support your efforts?
2: Well, I definitely know the the value and importance of this issue. When I served on city council, uh, flood mitigation was something uh, that was very important. Uh, but now, le- looking at it through the lens of public safety, look, once again, we're entering the most active period uh, of hurricane season, nearly one year since Harvey. And uh, we see the impacts because when our infrastructure can't support heavy rains, for example, it's, it's the first responders that are out there, whether it be police, fire and ambulance. So we're the ones that are out there uh, conducting the rescues and we need strong infrastructure, not only for the obvious reasons of, you know, uh, fostering a strong local economy, providing jobs and, and uh, providing for growth for the future, but we also need it for public safety because the less uh, flooding that we have in some of our areas, the more important it is. And I know commissioner's court is, has come up with a comprehensive plan to address it. It's one that I personally support. And on August uh, 25th, Harris County voters are asked to approve a $2.5 billion plan to approve flood controls uh, across the county and these funds will also be used as a local match uh, to help us earn federal financial support as well for these projects so I urge voters to become informed and go out there because this is a very important measure I know that flooding is something that impacts all of us in some form or fashion
0: and you said something very key which is the matching from the federal government so if this is not voted and approved do we lose that federal match or do we still have the opportunity to receive that uh,
2: yeah I believe uh definitely uh, there is a potential to lose that and we definitely don't want to lose Lose any of, of those dollars that we desperately need in our in our area to make our community safer when the next flooding event hits us. Because it's not a matter of if, it's when. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been acting, uh, been impacting quite a bit. Even here uh, on Fourth of July, uh, with just a torrential downpour, it, it led to some some. Scattered flooding in different areas, so it's very important for all of us, for our households, for public safety, and it's one that I think has been well thought of. And uh, commend Commissioner uh, Ellis and and Commissioners Cord for for their leadership. And uh, but it's it's fast uh, coming upon us. Uh, early voting begins August eighth.
0: And again, that bond referendum will be on the ballot on August 25th. The Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce has met with uh, Judge Emmett and others regarding this matter. Our advocacy Committee has reviewed it, and we are in support of the bond issue. As you know, your Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce does not endorse candidates or support them. We support the winner, and we uh, look forward to always staying issue-based and, again, ask you to consider and look into the bond referendum, what it means to you, and how it can impact the county. And remember, without that funding, we would likely lose uh, federal funding to support it. Anything you'd like to add to this, Commissioner Ellis?
1: Uh, equity is a, a big part of why that package is so important. We're going to get about $2.5 billion in federal government at the county. The city will get about the same amount, $2.5 billion. By matching it with $2.5 billion, that's an unprecedented amount of money we can spend to help us mitigate flooding. I, I think it's important to be honest with people. We're never going to end flooding. We live at sea level. And so what we're talking about is resiliency. What we do to make ourselves better prepared when another rain event comes like the one we had on August the 25th last year. So it's a good package. It is important. We don't get as much money as they got from Katrina. As much as it got from Sandy, but it'll be more money than we've ever gotten in the history of a storm, a hurricane, a rain event uh, in Texas. So it's extremely important, and we're going to be right there arm in arm with the city of Houston. You know, this is the county projects. We're going to do halls and greens. That's important because if you just use federal money, you wouldn't get to those two watersheds that are in low income, predominantly Hispanic somewhat African-American neighborhoods. That's why this $2.5 billion package is so important.
0: And and for those that are interested, I know that on the county website, you have workshops and days where you all are having town hall meetings. If you're interested in participating, we ask you to show up, ask questions, and make sure that we uh, have every thing that we need to know about this particular bond referendum at our disposal. I want to jump back to our our sheriff and talk about, speaking about opportunities, Uh, there are many opportunities uh, currently you are hiring. Tell us a little bit about some of those deputies, detention officers, and other civilian staff openings you have.
2: Yes. uh, Well, the Harris County Sheriff's Office is on the move, and, and we are in hiring mode right now. We're looking to hire deputies, detention officers, and civilian staff. Uh, we also want a diverse work staff as well. We know that in order to build public trust, that it's important that law enforcement reflect the diversity of the community we serve. So that's something we always try to do as well. We're also creating some opportunities for young people. Some could, for some positions, they could even start as young as 18 years old. And so, uh, for deputies, we also have a lateral class uh, that ongoing right now and another one upcoming where if they have law enforcement experience they could come and join uh, the Harris County Sheriff's Office. We also have medical staff. Many don't know that we operate our own medical clinic. It's almost like a mini hospital over there and uh, we hire vocational nurses and medical assistants as well as communications officers as well. So again we're on the move. People could go to hcsojobs.com to learn more about those opportunities and uh, if they ever want to come they could come join me for a uh, a walking tour of our jail facility Facilities. Uh, I think it's very insightful
1: mm-hmm. and uh, walk in and
0: walk out. Right? Yeah, walk just in, and walk, walk out. out, out yes,
2: walk just just and, uh, we don't
1: want to stay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, a- again, if you are, are looking for those opportunities, visit the uh, Harris County. So.org website for those job postings. Again, it's Harris county, SO.org for those opportunities. And by the way, if you're bilingual, there's a stipend there uh, to help compensate for your bilingual skills. See, your mama told you it's good to always have more than mm-hmm. one language. And when we say bilingual, it's not just Spanish. Mm-hmm. There are so many languages spoken in this great city and in the county. So if you're out there, take a look at it. And I want to talk about now shifting over a little bit about checking in and checking out. Let's talk about the Inmate Joint Processing Center. Mm. What's going on with that?
2: Yes, that's really going to be a game changer for our operations. Uh, Many don't know, but we operate the largest jail facility in the state, um, also the largest mental hospital. Uh, but we're also the third largest in the country so this is going to be a new processing center it's a, uh, a collaboration between the city of houston and harris county and it's been in the works now for a couple of years and it's really going to modernize our operations which we're very excited there's been some delays obviously harvey uh put us behind some and so we're, we're trying to catch up but hopefully it's up and running uh, late august early september is a goal and it's really just going to computerize our operations believe it or not we're still a paper-based system and so uh, a lot of our our teammates are excited about it. We're already getting visitors from different places to come see it and it's not even open yet. And so it's something very important. And we also need to make sure that we get the 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 wheels of justice running again, because uh, after Harvey, our courts basically shut down. And so yes. our population has been growing. And as I like to remind folks, this is not a jail population issue. This is a criminal justice issue, because we're simply not having enough trials. And, uh, you know, so we're going to continue to work on that to create a fair and equitable... Uh, you know, criminal justice system for everyone.
0: And I think we forget, uh, in fact, that you are absolutely right. I mean, actually, the courts were underwater. They were displaced. They're they're all over the downtown area currently. That's one of the challenges, right, is just identifying where they've been moved to.
2: Absolutely, and everybody's working very hard. Uh, the county's making a lot of investments. the The challenge we have right now is we simply don't have any any trials going on. So there's a lot of procedural uh, hearings taking place, uh, you know different dockets happening, but not actual trials. And so people are coming, it's like a hotel they're coming in but not coming out oh, that's so we're good. in capacity and so at some point something's got to give so yes. uh, you know we've been sounding the alarm a little bit but again we have a coordinating council that's been working diligently to try to get the courts up and running again and i hope uh, it happens sooner rather than later but but we'll get it we'll get the job done
0: well a big issue and as always you know so many things happen in the county commissioner before we uh, wrap up here any last comments from you
1: I just want to say how glad I am that Ed is doing such a great job. He hit the ground running in a very difficult environment, and I'm just so proud of him. And Lord, thank you, Dr. Miguel, for always being there to. Give us advice and give us criticism when we need it. We appreciate you and the
0: Hispanic Chamber. Well, thank you so much for all that you do in Commissioner's Court. Uh, they've been true partners of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We look forward to working with you all again. Make sure you get out to vote. Get informed. Go and visit the Commissioner's Court agenda. Go out and, and um, know that you can sit in. You can sign up to go and speak. I'm sure you're going to love that, uh, me letting folks know about that, Commissioner Ellis. But yes, this is right. your and, opportunity. And, and, hey,
1: we'll, have, we'll have fruit and coffee in my office. Come out and enjoy my African <laughs> art collection.
0: Well, there you go everyone you got a you've got a great invitation to go out and visit but it's truly important again learn the issues you can sit at your computer find out when these uh, town halls are and get involved and I know that our sheriff does the same thing he's out in the community all of the time uh, they have so many pressing issues we thank them for their personal sacrifices and for their leadership and I'm going to punt back to our sheriff any final remarks from you dr. Murillo
2: uh, likewise just wanted to just thank you for always being on top of the different issues uh, similar to Commissioner Ellis he too has hit the ground running and has been a champion on so many important issues not only when he served on the Senate but also now as County Commissioner and and there's a lot of heavy tasks before us but I know we'll get the job done and we appreciate it and thank you for your leadership on so many issues like DACA and immigration in general and so many other things of empowering our community thank you for your leadership
0: well thank you so much and on behalf of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce want to thank you for joining us here on Intercom guest today Commissioner Rodney Ellis and our Sheriff Ed Gonzalez we'll be right back thank you